You are now listening to Lifefluential. Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Lifefluential. I am your host Amani and joining us today is no stranger to the show. It is my best friend Shormaya. Hello everyone. Hello everyone. <laughs> So the last time I talked to you guys was in March. It was the Euphoria episode. I love the episode so much. And shout out to the people that has been continuously supporting the episode and even viewing or listening to the other episodes because I can see that you guys are still listening. And I 100% love that and I appreciate that. That's good. Yeah, it is good. I wasn't expecting that because... I sometimes go into my statistics on the, you know, the app that I record on and I see that you guys are still listening. So I 100% appreciate that. But it's been since March. It is now October and a lot has gone on. So should we tell them what has gone on since, you know, we last recorded? <laughs> you tell them. So, we saw Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> That's one of the highlights. We went to New York Rolling Loud. Yes. We went to Rolling Loud, New York. New York Rolling oh, Loud. I said either, it one, either one, you <laughs> want to say. It was held in Queens at the City Field Stadium, you know, where they play baseball. I forgot what team. Don't come for me. Met. Probably. I don't know. That's, oh, it's, that's, oh, it's the Mets. Okay. That's the, that's the oh, team yeah, that the was Mets on the. <laughs> Because we took the train. That's yeah, football, like, right? <laughs> wait, wait, what is it? What's baseball? Oh. oh, oh, I was just about to say I don't know because I don't watch baseball. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yes, we saw Nicki Minaj. We saw a whole bunch of people, but that was definitely the highlight. Nicki was fabulous, of course, as Nikki always. Nicki is so pretty in person; it is crazy. She no, looked, yeah, she's she looked the same, of course, but just better. She's gorgeous. Just to see her up, well, not even up close on the screen. Yes, <laughs> because oh my gosh, it was so crazy we were so far back it was so many people if you have not watched the performance online or like just even a clip of the of the performance go watch it now go watch it now and you are going to see that it was so many people at her set because she was the headliner so you know she was the last person to perform and the barbs were so nice to us and they were so pretty no I don't know. Maybe we just need to go to New York and like go to different boroughs because New York people have a reputation or a, a stereotype. Yes, a stereotype. a stereotype of being mean. Yes, and, and they are not. Unless it's just the barbs. Unless the barbs just nice, but everybody was so nice. That everybody they were saying we was, were pretty. Yes, everybody was so sweet. Even when we went to like the restaurants out there, because we um, our hotel was in Queens, so we stayed in Queens. And everybody was just so sweet and so nice. Like, I loved like it out there. They never seen foreigners before. <laughs> we not we foreigners. Why I keep saying foreigners? Tourists. Tourists. <laughs> we are kind of foreigners because yeah. they was talking about our accent. <laughs> that we don't feel like we have. But. We don't have an accent. But Rolling Loud New York was nice. Or New York Rolling Loud, however you say it. <laughs> right. It's both. 
yeah it was some stuff i didn't get to see her but you know it was fine g herbo didn't come to his own set but he went to nikki's set so i guess that's fine <laughs> but i'm still not over that i never be over that because he was one of the reasons that i actually did go yep. i really wanted to see him but that's, that's neither here nor there. absolutely loves him. 21 Savage said they play him too. We ain't get to see oh 21 gosh, Savage. Oh my gosh, I really wanted to see 21. We barely got to see Future. Oh my, that was, no. Sunday, Sunday was crazy. Like, Future set was literally cut. Like, that's not even in half. It wasn't even in <laughs> half. His performance was literally like 18 minutes and that was it. Out of the like hour that he was supposed to perform, yeah, it started raining on us. We tried to hold out, but it was we were so we were so we had the trains flooded. It was we like were when you walked on the train, water would splash. And then on Friday, on Nikki Day, Pink Friday, we were freezing. Oh, we were freezing. I, I don't think I've ever been so cold in my entire life. For that long. For that long. Jesus Christ. It was freezing. And we looked so cute. Like, yeah. we looked too cute for it to be cold. We had to get in the merch line and buy a hoodie. I was already going to buy merch, but it kind of, like, forced us yeah. to buy merch. It was just that cold. And all of us we looked had so skirts. cute. Yes. I had on a skirt and a crop top and just freezing my little nipples off. <laughs> <laughs> it was just cold it was extremely cold saturday was like the best weather day mm -hmm. like the best day for the weather because it felt really good it was actually hot but friday was cold saturday was hot and sunday it freaking rained so bad it was literally like a thunderstorm and on saturday that was the day we really we we saw some good artists but it wasn't like we wasn't pressed to see yeah. a specific person yeah and that was the day it felt the best yep how that work i wish but, i know you know what everything happens for a reason i yeah. can't even say that i wish like nikki performed on that day or whatever everything happens for a reason overall rolling loud new york was literally a 10 out of 10 it really was i wouldn't do none over it even though we froze our little butts off friday it was worth it i wouldn't I like would i would do everything again. the same yes that sounds crazy but, but i would literally because it's literally an experience like life is all about moments and the moments that you can create and look back and talk about with your friends or just think about so I loved it. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. And New York going to have to see us again next New year York for a couple weeks because New York is beautiful. Like I love. Oh, yeah. And that was our first time going or traveling yes. to New York. Yes, it was. That was our first time visiting New York. And 10 out I of want 10. to go back. 10 out of 10. We even got the on the food, subway. The food, the people, everything, just the views, everything was just amazing. It really was. The tall buildings. It was just Yes. That's the, the city life. The culture, New York culture. Yes. Is dope. It really is. You remember, <laughs> you remember when we were walking down the street in the deuce? When we was on Times Square? The little statue mannequin thing? Oh, that Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> I was talking about the dude. was like, hey, I like your outfit. Girl in the brown. Oh, That's what he said. <laughs> he was like, girl in the brown. I like your outfit. Or something yeah. Like that. That was hilarious. And then the statue, the statue in Times Square. Girl. Literally scared the crap out of us. And I forgot what he uh, told you or said to you. I don't know, but I didn't expect him to. I didn't expect that statue to start moving. Yes. 
and everybody else did. And we literally like, jumped so hard. But he was basically saying like he was amazed by Shamaya's beauty. Is, is what that what he said? I don't even. I was too scared. It, I don't even know what he said. Him to move. <laughs> he said something about her being pretty or beautiful or gorgeous or something. And we literally just. I was like, what the freak? What the? What in the world? He was like silver or blue or something. Yes, he was silver. We could talk like about the New Tin York Man over and over. over. New York is just. Oh my god. You gotta. I don't know. I feel like you got to like that type of culture to even yeah. thrive in New York because I was telling some people about the New York trip and they was just like, I was telling them how like, it's aggressive the right word, that how they are on Times Square, like to get you to buy the stuff and yeah. just, Times Square kind of fast and aggressive. And yes, I was telling people that. definitely fast paced. And they were like, I don't think I can handle that. I didn't think I could handle it either, but. I would do it again. It's literally like the ambiance of it. Like, that's what comes... When you know that that's what comes with something, you like, okay. I loved it. Like, they would literally randomly take pictures of you and, like... Try to sell it Run up to you and, like, (laughs) yes, try to sell sell it to you. They find a hustle. I respect New York hustle down there. Yeah, it's different. It really is. It's definitely different. And I'm claiming it now. Monty, we are going to New York next year for two weeks. We are. I'm telling you, we, we are, are going. It just And then we're going to vlog every yes. day. We're going to try to adjust to New York culture. Mm-hmm. Just head on. We are definitely... We ha- we definitely have to vlog. We have to, and we are definitely going back. We going back. <laughs> we go going going back back, back to <laughs> New York. Oh, New York. Was, I was gonna say Cali. We could literally talk about New York all day. Yeah. We could talk about New York all day. And speaking of New York, this is a good segue into the quote of the day segment, or the quote of the day just in general mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it says i deserve to have a life that is fulfilling and creative yes abundance is your birthright and you know what i love that quote and that quote stood out to me because i feel like everybody doesn't have like a particular or specific in like it doesn't apply to everybody everybody has their own goals in life is basically what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. like a life that is fulfilling and creative to one is not the same life that is fulfilling and creative to another. Exactly. So I felt the need to write that down and look at that quote and interpret it how I wanted to because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to head into the tap into music segment. This artist, R&B artist, is called, in- well, her name is India Sean, sorry. Oh, it's a girl. Yeah, it's a girl. I should have known. I don't know. Her name is India Sean, and I was actually introduced to her uh, via this podcast that I listened to that's called The Friend Zone. She's actually friends with the host of the show. And, you know, they played one of her songs during their music segment on their podcast, and I fell in love with it. The song is called Caught in the Middle. And I absolutely loved it within the 10 minutes. I mean, the 10 seconds. The song (laughs) is not 10 minutes. Within the 10 seconds of listening to it, I loved it, loved it, loved it. And in the song, she basically talked about the battle between her heart and her mind. You know, wanting to stay, but also wanting to leave because nothing is changing. Nothing is changing within their relationship. So she's going through that battle. Wait, what's the song called again? Caught in the Middle. Oh, okay. So I definitely think that you guys should check it out. I stumbled over my words, but yeah. Uh, check out the song called Caught in the Middle by India Sean. 
And then <laughs> 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 I pronounced that W so hard. Sean. 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 Okay. India Sean. <laughs> New York they got to hell for real. <laughs> Sean. Oh my gosh. But yes, definitely check that out. And we are going to slide right into the social status segment. Okay? So for this social status segment, I kind of wanted to talk about something that was more lighthearted because there's been so much going on in the world on social media. So I just wanted to basically read viral tweets (laughs) to make everybody laugh and to hopefully make everybody laugh because... My sense of humor is different from everybody else. Very, because I basically laugh at everything. I laugh at everything and that some people might not consider funny. Yes, she does. So I saw this. (laughs) I saw this tweet on Twitter, and it says, "Ladies, what's the wildest lie a man has ever told?" And I'm sorry, I'm laughing already. So this girl quoted the tweet and said, "I found a red hair strand on his hoodie, and he said he hugged the clown." (laughs) On the way <laughs> That's crazy. Men. That's a different type of lie. You hug the clown? Did you stop by a carnival or something? Men's lies are like survival. It's yeah. like it's like <laughs> it's like it's first nature yeah. or reflex to tell the wildest excuse mm-hmm. ever. You hug the clown on the way home. <laughs> and that's why it's a red hair strand in your car. That's crazy. That is crazy. You could have said one of your friend's daughters had a doll in the car. Yeah, or something, like, anything. But anything you hug but a clown. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is She so must funny. be abusive because that lie was just, it's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> He had to say whatever to survive. Yeah, I think he literally said the first thing that came to his mind. But another person quoted the tweet and said, I've told this story already, but it's still number one on my list. A man once told me he had one kid when I asked him. I then found out he had two kids. When I said, I thought you only had one, he said, well, they twins. Yeah. <laughs> so I count them as one. <laughs> I count them as one. I'm sorry. And the logic dead A made sense to him. <laughs> That's what she said. It made sense to him. They he had twins, so he counted them as one. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. And for the last one, the last tweet that I wanted to read out is um sorry. I caught him with hickeys all over his neck and he looked me in my eyes and said, I got jumped. They punched me in the neck though. <laughs> Oh my god. They only punched you. <laughs> Bro, women are the smarter cheaters because. <laughs> Girl. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. That is hilarious. Hold that neck up. <laughs> they only punched you in the neck. That's Man. where the hickey came from. In oh my neck. gosh. But. That is the end of the social status segment. I hope that made everybody laugh as much as it made me laugh. And we are going to get into what today's episode is about. The main topic is what I call it. 
So for today's episode, Charm and I are discussing social norms that were, of course, viewed as normal to us when we were younger. But as we got older, we realized that everyone should live life, you know, according to ourselves. Mm -hmm. We should live life as we please and we should do what makes sense to us. So in short, we are debunking social norms. Yes. Do you want to get into the first social norm? Life's goal, marriage and kids. Ugh. <laughs> so since the beginning of time, as soon as we come out the womb, people have stipulations or society put stipulations on us for the our end goal, quote unquote, end goal to be to get married and have kids. That's the quote unquote American dream. Yes, that's a part of the American dream. How do you feel about that? And do you think... Of course, we think that, you know, that should be changed because just like we said, you should do what makes sense in your life. But how do you feel about that? Like, even like growing up and hear like hearing like our grandparents talk about it, our parents talk about it or, you know, people kind of forcing that upon you. Yeah, I feel like me personally, I've always known that graduate high school, go to college, get a good job find a partner, get married, have kids. I always knew that was kind of like the quote-unquote American dream from movies. Yeah. But I feel like I don't marriage is not big in my family so I yeah. never I think it depends on the type of family you grow into as well. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I felt pressured to go to college to get a good job. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that I've ever well, my family, they like, every time they see me, they be like, you got a boyfriend now? Or, <laughs> and I'll be like, no. And they be like, what you waiting on? And I'll be like, oh, pause. <laughs> you do not know the dating pool that we are after maneuvering okay. around in today's world. Half it's of these different. men are trash. It's different. <laughs> Half of these men are trash. Chivalry is dead. I don't think, I don't think chivalry is dead. For the most part. <laughs> for the most part, I feel like chivalry is did mm-hmm. and I don't know I just personally me I never felt like kids and marriage was my end goal yeah me, like, me as well my family or just not even my family but people will say certain stuff yeah to try to make you feel bad about mm-hmm. it but I've never felt like my American dream was the quote unquote American dream yeah and that's why when I hear or see people like living a life based off their family mm-hmm. I get really sad yeah me too everybody's American dream is different and even in like other countries dreams I'm not sure if that's the norm for other countries mm-hmm. or whatever outside the United States but I think the American dream is BS I was just now. about to say that especially now because what what is the american dream i don't even think that it applies to black people first of all no i feel like i hope this is inappropriate to say i I have no ill intent when i'm saying this but i feel like the american dream is more so for people who wants to who want to come to the united states yes yes and that's a typical dream yeah but for people here i just feel like that's It's not a reality. It's not a reality. Yeah, and I feel like 
especially people around our age, I feel like we are starting to realize that. Yes, and I love it. Me too. We I waking love it. up to. We are. We are woke. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> it's like the the newer generations, especially after us. Like, yeah, they waking up to. This is BS. Yeah, because I feel like we are laying the the foundation for them. I feel like we are the generation, Generation Z. Yeah, we're Generation Z. Generation Z. Are we? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. I feel like we are the ones that's laying the foundation for generations to come. Because we are realizing that the stuff that we were taught is kind of BS. Like, whether it's from, you know, our or people that we know that's telling us these things or just society in general because they the people you know our parents or our grandparents are only going off of society what society has been set up this system of life that it's like unwritten rules that you have to follow and then I feel like the elderly people especially in my family been married multiple times like I'm talking about the ones that's in their 60s and 70s like yeah. when you were younger you were married multiple times couldn't yeah. keep a marriage yeah. had all these kids and it's just like where you at right now mm-hmm. like it's just was it worth it was your American <laughs> dream was are you satisfied with how your American dream right. turned out uh, back to the what how I view marriage and kids when I was younger I really I used to say that I wanted to get married but it used to be like to famous people like I really thought that by the time I was 21 that me and Drake were going to be married I don't know (laughs) and I'm dead serious like I just started laughing because I realized how crazy that was but I literally thought by the time I turned 21 that me and Drake were going to be married (laughs) and then with kids I never wanted kids I never wanted kids. I used to be in the fifth grade saying, I don't think I'm ever going to have kids. Because, you know, when you when you are a child yourself, you talk about things like when you get older, how life would be. Like, I knew that at 21 that I was going to graduate college, though. Mm-hmm. We used to always talk about, like, what year we're graduating high school and what year, if we go to college, what year that we would graduate college. But I always knew. I used to always say, oh, my gosh, I'll be 21 when I graduate college. But I never wanted kids. <laughs> I don't think I ever remember me saying I want to. Ca- I definitely don't want him now, but oh my gosh, I, that's a whole another different topic. Like how a lot of girls dream, like Playhouse, and they dream of having kids. I don't ever think I was that that kid. Yeah, I, knew I don't kids think so was demons back then. <laughs> you knew kids were demons back then. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. If people say as you get older, you regret that decision of not having kids. Yeah. I would rather regret not having them than regret having them. Yes. I, yes. Your life. Cha- that's a whole different topic. Yes. That I ain't even gonna start. But yeah, I don't. I never wanted kids back then. I don't think. Me and now, I kids are something that I don't have to experience. It. It really. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then with marriage, marriage is such a huge commitment. As well as kids, but marriage, like that is a union between two people that I take marriage very seriously. That's yes. why I don't want to get married. As as crazy as it sounds, I take marriage so seriously that that's why I don't want to get married because I don't, even though I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but I don't want to look at the end before it begins. Yes. But I don't want to get a divorce. Yes. So, and like she said earlier, our dating pool is. Oh my gosh! I don't know if it's lackluster. Dating pool that zero out of ten. 
negative zero. A zero can't even be negative. A negative zero out of negative ten. I don't know. It's I. Mm-mm. I don't know. I just feel like the a man gonna have to take me to the moon, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Venus before I just be like, oh, I'm a Mary. Yes. You gonna have to show me an out of out of body experience. <laughs> <laughs> before I could ever cause I'm to a point I don't even want a boyfriend our dating pool is trash yes trash. and that's exactly why I do not date right now and I'm okay with that we trying to travel that's the one I I don't have to experience love right now either like that's just yeah I experience love in different ways. I love mm-hmm. my family. I love my friends. Yep. I don't have to experience romantic love. love. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't to have to experience romantic love. Not right now. Maybe one day I want to, but just seeing other people, that's not something that I just like thrive for. I feel like if it come to me, then it comes to me, but yeah. that's not something that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have a boyfriend. Yeah, I'm not losing sleep. Or I can't I wait to get into a relationship. Yeah. No. No. I don't even want these men to touch me with their middle fingers so I I don't have to experience romantic love I've gotten to a point where men just looking at other people's problems oh that's just going to places just seeing how the men act like yeah mm -mm. and then the the people that you see on social media just like how the men they they voice I'm sorry I'm I'm selling over my words. But just how they voice their opinions on social media. Like, I do not like that. Yeah, the men are very sassy. I say it. Girl, I was just about to say feminine, but I didn't know if you were going to let me say it on here. The men are feminine. Mm -hmm. And I... I think girls are pretty, but I'm not attracted to girls. So I really don't want no girly man. Exactly. These men are feisty. (laughs) (laughs) They feisty. These men are cheetahs. They're just feisty. And I I don't appreciate it. I'm feisty enough. I don't need no man. Oh my gosh, yes. Both of us cannot have an attitude. What is going on with you? Both of us can't be hormonal. (laughs) It's only one. No, thank you. <laughs> That's the one. Men, like uh, a man, romantic love, it's not a part of my uh, quote-unquote America dream right yeah. now. Especially not them babies. I got a guy, baby. I'm good. She enough for me. She just... She was just born, but that's enough for me. <laughs> I have two nieces and one nephew. I'm good. <laughs> so we experience kids in different ways. Yeah. I don't have to experience my own kid, because who am I going to give it away to? <laughs> Where do I take I like give back, kids. Once you start getting Where on my I nerve, I can give you back. <laughs> no. Keep you for maybe at the most two days, and you got to go back to your mama. Oh, two hours for me. Bro, if I don't I know what kid, to do, I barely know how to change a diaper. That's sad. At my big age of 23, I don't know how to change a diaper. I don't think I have. I, I be putting it on backwards. <laughs> I don't think I ever changed. Have I ever changed diaper? <laughs> the most I can do is make a bottle, but I still need the instructions like on how much to put up in there. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I think one... Never mind, I'm not even... I can, I can bathe you, I can put clothes on you, but once it comes to you releasing your fluids and bodily fluids, mm-hmm. you gotta go back to your mama. Sorry. It's so funny because in April, I think Italy was with me, which is my niece. Her name is Italy. She was with me for a couple days, and I think that's like, yeah, that is the longest I've watched a child, like... 
for a child to be in my presence and you know me actually take care of a child right uh i would give it a five out of ten sorry kia was our <laughs> was our mother there she, she was there yeah oh, she okay. was there she was there but i agreed to watch her so yeah she was, was stuck it? with me five out of ten <laughs> you was changing diapers uh well no italy goes to the bathroom oh, okay yep she tell you when she needs to go Okay, well, okay, which d- that that makes it not so bad. Yeah, that's a little easy. So it wasn't that bad, but it also wasn't like, oh, you know, she wasn't doing anything because that would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you did say five out of ten. I'm five shocked out you of ain't ten. say two or three. Five out of ten. I'm shocked you ain't say two or three. I'm really shocked that you <laughs> gave it a five. A five is high for you. That is. And mind I'm you, adapting. <laughs> I'm adapting. Mind you, we the type of people we... This is for right now. Who knows? Maybe in 10 years, I might want a baby. Yes. That's, that is an amazing point. And we always say yeah, that. Like how we talking that. for our present selves. Yeah, we for talking our age for our 23-year-old right selves. Yeah. This, this is how we are thinking. Because this episode is all about like your perspective on life changing. So yeah. Maybe when I'm like 33, I want one. But I can't, I can't see it. And 33 is still so young to me. It really is. But, you know, any I feel like older story, you, have, you have, might have issues. That is here. so true. I didn't even think about that. So, you kind of got a deadline on kids. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Unless you're going to die. And it's like 35. I remember it's this movie. They used to come on BT called 35 and Tick. <laughs> what the? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. I think I just hit the mic. No, 35 and Ticket. I used to watch that every time it came on. Every time it came on. Wasn't it with Kevin Hart? I think so. Sperm bank. I think so. <laughs> and Janae from the game. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thirty-five. It and was ticket. a BT original movie. What? Which is why I'm so la- why I'm laughing so hard. And it came on constantly. Yeah, it did. Y'all know how BT is. It With baby boy. Con- baby boy. Love of basketball. Oh my gosh. Child. Throw it away. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Yeah, I think you have a deadline on kids. So if you don't, if you better know if you want to have them out your own body by 32. Yeah. Because it gets difficult after that. But I don't think that would bother me. And this is, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I made a note of another topic that we should talk about, which is this, it's, it's like society think that your life should stop at 30 years old. Yeah. And I don't think it should because I, me personally, I think 30 is still young. It is. Like, even being on social media and, and people making jokes about, like, when you turn 30 that you shouldn't do these type of things. Like, oh, what you doing still going out? You 30 years old. Dirk said, get out the streets. You pushing 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny that you just said that because somebody said that because, you know, he just turned 30. <laughs> And somebody quoted the tweet and said that, like, (laughs) you know, yeah, like, I feel like, me, so, it be this little argument on Facebook about having kids in your 20s as opposed to, like, later. Yeah. I feel like your 20s is when you can wild out judgment-free. Yes. Like, you in your 20s, nobody gonna judge you if you 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 on the bar shaking your butt yep. in a dress. Yep. Let somebody see you do that at 30. You are still young. 
And although I, I ain't even gonna lie, I kind of three thirties, thirties. Like the, the like, later you get in your thirties, why are you dancing? I feel like okay in this instance, like the being thirty and dancing on the bar and shaking your butt. Okay, that's different. <laughs> I think some stuff is strictly for your 20s when you really Yeah, me too. And after that, it's kind of like tone it down a bit. But it's just <laughs> like, bro, like, people think that you suppo- you're supposed to be sad that you turning 30. Like, they yeah. literally think, like, you're supposed to be in the house and be like a grandma at 30. Girl, That's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> like, no, it shouldn't be like that. You're, you're only 30. We can live to 100 and beyond kind of a little over 100 i'm just saying (laughs) we can live to a little over 100 so 30 you still young as heck 30s that's when you need to be taking girl trips going to cancun mexico tokyo yeah it really i feel like your 30s it's like when you really need to experience like experience mm-hmm. life like you experience i don't know how to explain it you experiencing it in your 20s in a different way but yes in your 30s it's just like it's okay. like a mature yeah it's like a mature experience like, yeah and a lot yeah, of people you may not shouldn't agree. do certain things at 30 but also you should do certain things at 30 yeah and I, a lot of people may not agree yeah. i mean it's it's your own opinion but i don't know that 30 just do something to people <laughs> yeah that 30 people are literally so scared to turn 30 and it's like why it's it's crazy how i just see like certain things just like i said on social media about people turning 30 like they are literally so scared like we don't die when we turn 30 i love seeing them friend groups where they be up in age and yeah. they just be traveling Yes. Traveling, drinking a little wine, yes, doing all that. I can't wait to do that at thirty with no like having you ain't tea gotta parties. No kid you ain't gotta worry about no kids. <laughs> Go travel, cause that's gonna be us. I know for a fact it's yes. gonna be us. We're all about traveling. All about traveling, because just like I said, life is all about moments and experiences. You really do. You gotta. You gotta live. I don't want to be thirty with the baby though. Yeah, like. I don't know. I don't know when I want to have kids. I don't, just like I said, I don't want to have them, but you don't know when you will want to have yeah. kids if that ever comes. Yes. People be on Facebook, they be like, who want to be 30 pushing a stroller? Who want to be 20 pushing a stroller? That's the who one. Who want to push a stroller in general? No, seriously. Can we just say that? <laughs> I saw a tweet on Twitter. It because I'm not trying to make it a battle of kids with kids and kids okay that don't have kids because i feel like social media does that already yeah they put it in competition like it's a competition yeah there's no competition you and either you don't have kids, kids or you do it i saw a tweet and it said keeping cum as a pet is crazy and i agree <gasps> i agree i didn't know if i could say the word on her but i agree <laughs> it went viral <laughs> bye Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. We not even go. <laughs> I agree. They just, they just run crazy. That's a huge responsibility. Yeah, it is. And I don't like responsibilities. So I can't even imagine not wanting to call the doctor and schedule appointments for myself, but I got to do one for a kid. Oh, that's the one. I can't imagine going to sleep. I'm dead tired and a baby right there smiling mm-hmm. in my face. And I want to go to sleep. I salute mothers. 
And yes, yeah, salute to all the mothers because we wouldn't be here. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, aside from just that, like what your body has to go through, yes. labor yes. and delivery, and then then you can experience postpartum depression. And you got to have a good partner. If you ain't got no good partner, no good baby daddy, husband, oh boyfriend, whoever you got your kid with, it's hard. And you got to raise up a good, like, you got to raise a good human being. Yes. That's a lot of pressure. It is. A good human Because being. you still, no matter what age you are, you can still be figuring out life for yourself. So. Yeah. And then you got to do it for and a And you kid. know what? I do not. This is my opinion. I do not like when people force their opinions onto their ch- their Ooh, children yes. you supposed to not in my opinion you supposed to raise your child in an unbiased way so if you think that chocolate ice cream is nasty this is just an example this is very lighthearted. <laughs> if you think chocolate ice cream is nasty don't not buy chocolate ice cream just because you don't like it. Let the child see if they like chocolate ice cream for themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can even take what I said even deeper. Just like I said, I said something lighthearted just right. as, as an example. But just like with college, for an, another example. That was be my example. They be trying to force these people to go to certain colleges. Do not force your child to go to a certain college. They are going to regret you for the rest of their lives. Especially when they... <laughs> or pick their major for them. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I... Yeah. I came in, in college, at school. I came in contact with people who parents were like that. They didn't want to... They wanted to major in business. But no, their parents made them major in nursing or something. Yeah. or Or like chemistry or something like that like I don't feel like this I feel like you make your kids hate you when you do that especially if they get in the field for real and don't like it yes Mm -mm. these kids be wanting to go to the military you send them you sending them to Howard oh that's the one or vice versa that is the one you should never do it it's just so much that go into parenthood it is it's scary parenthood is actually very scary to me and I feel like if a lot of people thought about it as deeply as we did a lot of these people probably wouldn't be having all these kids because yeah it's a huge responsibility once you actually get past the part of just having a baby because mm-hmm. you think it's a doll or oh i just can't you think stand to fun, see that either no i like, cannot so stand to see them see that at, like seeing people on social media treat or talk about babies as if they're like a doll or some non-living thing or yeah, non-living thing. <laughs> that should be a crime. <laughs> it really should be. Like, yeah. your child is not a baby doll. This is a person. This is a human being that you literally have to raise. Yes. Yeah, so if you got kids and you doing the damn thing, then kudos to you. Yes. But Shout out to you. Kids, kids different. Especially these new kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> these new kids. Oh my gosh, it's been, I've been seeing so many like clips and, and videos on, or even just statuses and posts and tweets on social media of people saying, or older people saying that the quote unquote new kids, as we call, like to call them, <laughs> are entitled. Yes. I feel like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is going to have to be either another episode or a vlog. I think it ties in with social media. But I just feel like it's 
a lot of lessons these new kids not learning like we had to learn just yeah. about certain stuff. I can't really give a specific example like off my head, but me and one of my aunties was talking about it at a job and we was just saying like I don't a lot of these I just feel like a lot of these newer kids are softer and spoiled. Yes. Which nothing is wrong with being spoiled, but it can create entitlement. Yes. And I was actually watching a comedian uh, stand-up special on Netflix. His name is David Arnold. He sadly passed away not so long ago. May he rest in peace. But he was talking about how his kids are entitled. He has two daughters. And if you want to watch it, please watch it. It is hilarious. But he was just saying, like, for an example, how our playgrounds at school was, like, concrete. And how their playgrounds are literally, like, sponge. Yeah, and like, it was so different. funny how he even <laughs> talked about it. And that may not be... And even us as adults or people who parents, they don't think of it that way. They think we want the kids to suffer how we did. No, and I because don't think no that's one the wants case. that. I just feel like... I remember learning in a psychology class how it was a certain school or something that wanted a like a little league, but they didn't want it to be a loser. Like they wanted everybody oh, to win. Oh yes! Like oh my gosh! He literally said that on the stand-up special as well. Yeah, and I'm just how like, how we give out participation trophies, like yeah, like if and you want, and how they how get. the losers are on the same scale as the winners, and it's just like no, you a loser. But he was saying it in a funny way because that sounded a little harsh, but he was basically basically saying how everybody get participation yeah, points like and trophies and awards. That's weird. Like I don't. I don't I don't think cuz you know how a lot of parents want their kids to suffer how they did. I don't mm-hmm. agree with that Me part. Neither. I I would want my child's life to be easier than how like some of the stuff I had to yeah. go through, but a lot of these rules and stuff it's just it's making the kids softer. Like and when I say softer, that's what I mean like with the little league example like that. Yeah. That's odd. That's or even with his playground example. That's that's hilarious. Yes, but, that is hilarious. But it's kind of like a little example of what we trying to yeah. say. Yeah. But you know, you are gonna have your people that's just like, oh, why you want that? I'm suffering. Oh, he's suffering, bro. Shut up. <laughs> that ain't what we said. But I'm really just thinking thinking back to that playground and how our playground really was concrete. Bro, used to tear us up. Used to tear. Oh, the kneecaps. <laughs> I got it. to tear us up. We played more rough. We I had sores yeah. on my kneecaps <laughs> because of that playground. It builds character. <laughs> it really does. Yes. Yes. It really you know, does. Who was that on Bad Girls Club? I forgot what season it even was. And she was like, again, uh, Jump kind of built her character. <laughs> oh, why do I feel like Season 11, when they jumped um, Stephanie and, and uh, Jazz Monet. They jumped her. I forgot her name, and she had the mole. Gigi. Oh, oh, sh- sh- Shania, sh- sh- some sh- Shanae. Shanae. Is it Shanae? Was it Shanae? I forgot. Or was it Janae? Oh, I think it was Shanae. I think it was Shanae. Then she had on the hairband, and uh, and she had light brown hair. She the one that got uh, jumped in the bedroom when, when she was like, like, "Why you taking your socks off?" Oh, yes. <laughs> She was like, oh, you taking your socks, socks off? <laughs> that must mean you want to fight. <laughs> she was from New York. <laughs> she was like, must mean you yes. want to fight. <laughs> and she was like, uh, being jumped helped build my character. <laughs> and, and Tanisha was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you're no. socks off? No, I actually <laughs> understood what she was trying to say, though. I feel like it came out wrong, but I Some actually Some stuff understood. just molds your life like it. Yeah. I ain't never she basically, I feel like she basically was saying that she learned a lesson from that. Yeah. But some people have different. Some stuff gives people different. Yeah, so let her have her lesson. She rolled with the punches. No, <laughs> no pun intended. Literally, <laughs> roll with the punches. <laughs> you know what? We gonna go to the next topic. <laughs> that no, that's or funny. the next bullet point. I should say this is an entire topic. The next bullet point is working until you die. And I don't mean that literally. Well, kinda. No. Um, literally. Yeah. How? I'm not trying to come at like the older people, but I feel no, like this is a direct diss. <laughs> this is a direct I feel diss. like, especially, I work with older people, and I just feel like their opinions and their views on working is just so different. Like they literally, they don't think that you should take a break. Like when you miss a day, they be like. Oh, why wasn't you here yesterday? And blah, blah, blah. Or why are you tired today? You had a day off yes. yesterday. Like, oh, bro, I don't like up. when people say that. Shut up. I do not like when people say that. But they literally think that that's all there is to life is just working, 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 working every single day. They don't even like to take off. I even though this is a direct diss, but that's just how they grew up, which is yes, unfortunate. Yeah, like I, I do think I feel like that stem from slavery a little bit, especially with mm-hmm. black people, because it has been passed down. Like that to work, 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 and I feel work, like it yeah. stopped with us. Yeah, <laughs> because I feel like we we understand and we realize that that's not. Bro, we literally sacrifice our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health for a job that will replace us in 10 seconds. When you die, it won't even help pay for your funeral nine times out of 10. That's the one. One thing I can say, I, I've i had a lot of jobs because I can't keep a job. Because if, like, if I don't like a job. If I don't like a job. This is keep a job. Yes, if I don't like a job, I'm, we'll I'm get not. get a new one. Yeah, I'm not hesitant to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm really, I don't really have a real job right now. But... I remember I had a seasonal job at Macy's. It was like fulfilling, like I think replenishing. That's neither her nor that. But <laughs> that job, I met so many older people who, yeah. and I used to be like, "How long you worked here?" And they used to be 20 like, "20 years." They'd be like, "40 years." How? <laughs> how? And you? How you worked 40 years and you 50? <laughs> No, and why have you been here at Macy's for 40 years and you still got the same position I have? Oh, do you remember when that when the uh, video went viral and he had been working at like a fast food restaurant? Burger King or something, and they they gave him that goodie bag. And he was still grateful. He was still very grateful. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to laugh, but that is horrible. I gave so much to this company. I literally gave my whole life to this company. And he had never missed a day. You only gave me a goodie bag. You don't want to send me on vacation or a cruise for like two weeks. That was very audacious of them. Yes, and I watched that video and I want. I kind of. I, I was really sad for him, even yes, though was he sad wasn't and sad. Mad. He was really grateful. And GoFundMe hooked him up, so yeah. I'm really happy yep, that he they had started, all that money. Someone started a GoFundMe for him, and a lot of people were donating. But Shout it's out just to like those people. I've never been the type to trip over missing a day. Like my longest job was when I was 16 at a clothing store and I used to get I was just man once you start making that check and getting that money by yourself and you ain't gotta ask Uh nobody for money 
it's addicting so i used to pick up shifts that people needed help but i don't think i ever felt like oh i can't miss a day yeah and i dare you if i'm this good of a worker and i need (laughs) to take off a day girl i dare you to say i can't exactly because i'm gonna be off regardless so i don't know what you gonna do but i know where i'm gonna be (laughs) i've never been the type to trip over a day yeah for real for real and at my 23 year old self and my 16 year old self it feels so differently about working i i feel differently just like you said about working just in general just like i was talking to one of my coworkers the other day and i'm just like i didn't want the same even when i graduated college i think differently now versus then like i don't really care i i just I just, I don't know. When I leave this earth, I just want to be remembered as, like, a good and kind-hearted person. I want to be remembered by the things that I've done, not, like... Because, don't you know, when somebody die, and I see this so often, or somebody pass away, I don't really like the word die, even though I just said it. When people pass away, they people be like, oh, they were such a hard worker, and they worked at this place. That shouldn't matter. This person literally, like, donated to charity. This person literally used to participate in, like, marathons. Right. Like, for hospitals and stuff. We not going to say that. Y'all going to associate them (laughs) with what they done. Forget my career. I just, I literally just want to be a kind person while I'm here on earth. And I just want to be remembered as that and not what I've done career-wise. Yeah, it's a tweet on Twitter that went viral. This tweet is, she posted this in July, mm-hmm. July twentieth to be exact, and it have one point four million likes because everybody like agree. And she said, "Am I the only one that sees a problem with working eight to nine hours a day? If you even work, some people work twelve, 12. and sixteens. It's only twenty four hours in a day." Yeah, she said eight to nine hours a day, and then going home to having about four hours to yourself, which includes getting ready for the next day. This is not life. And I agree. It shouldn't be life. And that's why I get so irritated with my mama. That's, this is this is my mama's routine. This is my mama's routine. She get off. She go to work. She get up at like what around? I think my mom get up at five thirty mm-hmm. to be at work by what seven? I guess she get off at four, make it home like around four forty-five. She eat, wind down, and literally get prepared for the next day. And then like three to four hours later, she's preparing for bed. That sucks. And that's why, like, I mean, I'm doing fine right now. I'm not having, like, a real, a quote-unquote real job, eight to nine-hour job. Mm -hmm. But, like, fuck working. Like, I will scream that from the mountaintop, especially when they think this is what you're supposed to do, 25-8. Yeah. It don't even get me started with the people you work with and all that. And, like, nobody want to deal with this. I am one of those people that's working that typical eight-hour shift. And zero out of ten, I do not recommend. I know, but seriously, I'm not even trying to be funny. But it's... I just don't like this system. Like, the system that has been designed for us, it literally kills me. On the way to work every single day, I'm just like, is there more? Like, it is. Like, it gotta it, be and more I know than there's more. It is more. But literally, working from 7 to 3.30, I get off. Even though 3.30 is considered early, and that's sad because right. it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> working 7 to 3.30, getting off, and literally, as soon as I get home... 
I'm doing things to prepare for the next day. Right. And that's why... Mind you, I wake up at 5.30. And social media just... Social media is a whole nother episode. Yeah. But especially seeing people get rich and famous off the simplest stuff. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to go viral and get rich these days to where... When you work in a seven, eight, nine hour shift, it just turns you off because it does. not everybody is doing this and some people are just fine. Like mm-hmm. some people still living like you can we in the day and age where you can make money living life right now. Yep. And that's the direction that I want for us and that's why I be on your ass about <laughs> new episodes because the people wanna see life fluential. The people wanna hear what you gotta say and it's just like be consistent so we yeah. can not do these seven to three thirties. What the what the fuck is a seven to three thirty? <laughs> What the fuck is that? <laughs> Nobody want to do this. Nobody. That's why I really apply entrepreneurs. Man. I really do. And I feel like during quarantine, people found like yes. what was for them. It was COVID. COVID really yes. set a, like, I a difference. I love that COVID woke everybody up. Yeah. Because it's like going against that system, as I said before, going against that system that has been designed for us. Like, no, we don't want to do that. And that's perfectly fine. Just like I said, do what's for you. I want to, maybe I want to sell jewelry. Maybe I want to sell clothes. Maybe I want to yep. do hair. And it's always somebody out here that's going to support your business. Yes. That's what I'm slowly learning now. It's always somebody. It ain't going to be everybody, but. And we cannot focus on who don't. Yes. Focus on who do. Focus on yes. your craft. Because, baby, when we go to New York for two weeks, I, I don't know why I feel like that's when stuff going to change for us. Like, when once you make that big jump, that big decision, yeah. that usually be the life-changing decision. I agree. So, if anybody thinking about starting business, I do think <clears throat> you should do your research mm-hmm. to know what goes with what you're selling. <clears throat> Pink sauce lady. Um, but... I think if you have an, I think I don't need to be FDA approved. What is FDA? I don't sell medical products. (laughs) Disturbing. Okay, but if you have a business that you want to start, I feel like you should. You could die tomorrow. Yeah, you could pass tomorrow. I'm sorry. (laughs) You could die today, but that's why I love them all. (laughs) No. Oh my gosh, I love Glorella. Love her, literally. I can't wait for her EP to come out on November the 11th. <laughs> you see how we just jump from topic to topic? Topic to topic. No, but seriously, like, I just love that during COVID and during quarantine, people just found what was for them. I really regret working during COVID, but I was at the, Dang, at the time, at the time, I, I don't think I knew no better. Yeah. I really regret working during COVID. If I knew what I knew now. 2022 about to be 2023 mm-hmm. i would have started i would have quit that warehouse job and started mm-hmm. doing some shit from home. yeah i ain't even gonna lie i was half in college half working during covid you, you, you was doing journalism at being mm-hmm. yep bro if you got your start during covid you deserve a fat round of applause because you made the best out of something so ugly oh my gosh i wish we could when did you start this podcast did you start doing COVID? yes i started this podcast during covid okay that's just an you know what that's just an example right there (laughs) exactly no for real i found out it was for me (laughs) yes and now i'm gonna be on her butt to be consistent 
because the people new episode coming next week (laughs) if i got anything to do with it it really is because i'm gonna be on her like white on rice like gray on this shirt you got on you know what that will be the end of the episode thank you everybody (laughs) thank you to everybody that continuously support thank you to everybody for listening to this episode and i will support my best friend (laughs) i will talk to you guys next week bye bye